In this lesson, we're going to quickly summarize the defenses available in relation to a defendant. Now, while there are several specific defenses that we have considered thus far, such as automatism, what we look at here are in relation to certain circumstances that a purported defendant might have faced. So we can categorize whatever defenses that we discuss here as either failure of proof defenses, justificatory defenses, or excusatory defenses. There are specific defenses which are applicable to certain crimes. For instance, uh, loss of control and diminished responsibility are defenses for murder, which are partial defenses. What it does is it mitigates the charge of murder to manslaughter of either loss of control or diminished responsibility and thereby reduces the sentence as well as the punishment or the charge. So let's move on and first look at failure of proof defenses. One of the pivotal, most important defenses in relation to this category is mistake. Now, when we think of mistake, you might have encountered this in contract law, in contractual dealings. But for the purposes of criminal law, we will look at mistake as either a mistake of law or a mistake of fact. Now, it must be said outright that in relation to a mistake of law, that ignorance of the law is not a defense. Everyone is presumed to know the law and you cannot plead a defense of mistake of the law, that you didn't know that it was a crime. However, you can plead that it was a mistake of fact and what it does is it negates the crime itself. Now, for instance, let's take you go out into the woods hunting and you intend to shoot a fox or maybe a deer and you accidentally shoot a man. That's a good example of where a mistake of fact can apply. However, this was in relation to something which was not a crime. Unfortunately, due to the mistake, became a crime. But conversely, let's take, for example, you are in the woods and you thought that you're shooting John, but you accidentally shot Jake instead. That is a crime. Your intention itself was to shoot a human being unlawfully, thereby killing him, which is a crime, at least to the point of grievous bodily harm. But you mistook the person and you should shot the wrong person. Therefore, that cannot come under the purview of mistake of fact. Now, another defense that comes under failure of proof would be intoxication. And what this negates, much like what we considered earlier during prior fault, is in relation to specific intent crimes, yes, it'll mitigate, but basic intent crimes, it won't. Because the mens rea component is unnecessary in basic intent, and as long as the actus reus has been committed, you will be charged and you can be convicted. But for the purposes of this particular defense, you must know that it relies on the fact that the defendant cannot foresee a risk because he can't have the mental capacity to do so. The next section that we are going to look at is excusatory defenses. Now, excusatory defenses are twofold. One is duress by way of threats and duress by way of circumstances. The importance here is that we must note that this is not available for murder. As we considered earlier on in this particular lesson, two specific defenses are available for uh, murder, which is loss of control and diminished responsibility, which pretty much mitigates the charge to manslaughter. But we will look at a few in justificatory defenses as well. What do I mean by duress by threats? Very simply, it means that a particular crime was committed because you were under pressure, you were under duress. There were threats pointed or directed towards you or others. So there are a few factors that we must keep in mind. Firstly, 
It has to come from another person. You cannot threaten yourself. It has to be directed either at yourself, the defendant, or another person. If there was an alternative, the defense is not applicable. If you could have escaped or if there was a lesser means of mitigating the situation or the circumstance, you should have opted for it and you didn't, then this defense is not possible. Conversely, in relation to duress by circumstances, the threat must be so grievous that it is of either death or serious injury. This conduct is excused. It is not justified. It is an excusatory defense. Now, you might wonder how this differentiates from another uh, defense that we will consider in justificatory defenses of necessity. And we'll consider that when we look at that as well. Now, justificatory defenses are a wholly different animal, a wholly different category of defenses. Unlike excusatory defenses, justificatory defenses deals with defenses of preservation of self or the greater good. One of the defenses, of course, is self-defense, which is covered under common law as well as the Criminal Law Act of 1967. Here, what we define is self-defense being the component of self-preservation as paramount. Secondarily, we can also consider necessity as also a defense in justification, where it should be taken on a case-by-case -case basis, as was held in Ray A, the conjoined twins, but the whole premise of necessity is to foster or prevail the greater good. Compare this, or rather the defense of necessity, with that of duress by circumstances. Whereas duress by circumstances was not intentionally for the greater good, rather, once again, for self-preservation, necessity was to determine from a balance, or rather on a balance, which would prevail better or which would be for the greater good. Now, it must be noted that none of these defenses are applicable if they go beyond the reasonable force quotient. It must be utilized as and when necessary and there should not have been any other alternative available to the defendant. So in this lesson, we had a brief outline on what defenses are available to a defendant, how we have categorized them based on either failure of proof, justificatory or excusatory, and their respective uh, defenses under each category. We also considered the fact that when each individual defense is considered, they must be done so in reasonable force, nothing more so than that, and are applicable only when there are no alternatives available. In the next lesson, we move on to incoherent offenses or attempts.